Welcome to the Lower Room Discourse, where we talk about the Bible in fun and interesting ways. This is Garland. I have got Tad and Caleb. This was directly sent in by one of our uh, Lower Room Discourse listeners. What would be the most strange Bible verse that Tim Tebow could have put in his eye black? Now, in case you don't know what that means, oftentimes, uh, especially football players, but uh, you know, different athletes will do the same thing that anybody plays in an outdoor sport. They'll often put eye black under their eyes. And uh, I, I still to this day don't exactly know that it does anything, but athletes still do it. And oftentimes cool. they will then, it looks cool. It's yeah. primarily decorative. It's, it's a decorative eye black. Yeah. And oftentimes they will write, they will write into the eye black, you know, and, and like one way to do it would be like on your right eye, you'd say you're like J-O-H-N John. And then on the other side, you'd write, you know, three colon 16, John 3, 16. And then if you score a touchdown, or if you had this big moment, everybody sees you on the up close camera and they see John 3, 16. Mm-hmm. It's a very popular thing uh, that lots of athletes do. Um, of course, uh, people did it before Tim Tebow, but he's kind of the one that made it really famous. That's the one I associate with this. Fantastic question. So I don't have any tea up for you. Like, I don't want to ask you, did you wear eye black when you played sports? I played basketball, indoor sport. And you wore uh, eye black. No, I, and I had, I had eye black on both eyes. And so I had verses everywhere. Uh, I will ask you this, though. Have you had a cluster of numbers associated with any handle that you've ever had that were Bible related. So a password, a username, a, uh, 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 like an AOL, like I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll embarrass myself. Yeah. My, this is dating myself. Uh, AOL, which mm-hmm. was basically, uh, yeah, your, yeah. Instant messenger. Your AIM. So you your, mean? your aim handle. Um, when you'd log on back in the day, you know, that, that meant a lot. And, uh, I, I can't remember the exact first part. It was either G Dog, yes, it was D A W G, yes, or Gar Dog. I can't remember which. It I was, hope it was Gar Dog. But here's the worst part. It, it either way, Gar either dog. way, it's already embarrassing. All right, G Dog or Gar Dog. Okay, uh-huh. here's the worst part. It was G Dog six two three Romans six twenty three. Keep in mind, this is nineteen ninety eight. All right, so See, that's um, that's actually kind of redeeming. I, it's redeeming in the sense of I look at me and I go, that meant something to me as, yeah. as a as a tenth grader. Mine was KU fan thirty three. But what was the thirty three? My basketball number. Okay, so you, you have, <laughs> but you have no Bible verse related password, uh, no. username. Mine was the most cliche. Okay, uh, favorite animal was a porcupine. I don't know why. So for the longest time, my passwords were porcupine seven 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 most Christian number you can get. <laughs> I still don't even really understand why, but... Wait, so you somehow heard that seven was a symbolic number in the Bible. Yeah. And so you just tripled it? I thought it was kind of holy. Yeah. Let's call hey, it good with three of them? the opposite of like the whole 666 thing, which was bad, bad, so apparently. 777 seven, <laughs> is good, good. I yeah, would yeah. love to get in the mind of... Uh, <laughs> how old were you for this? I mean, 12, 13. Oh, I would love to know what 12-year-old 13... Now, by virtue of the fact that I've known him for forever, I'm going to throw our producer, Daniel completely in the spotlight now. Have you had any password or handle that has been associated with numbers that were Bible-related? Actually, no. Which is surprising. That is shocking. That is shocking. I thought that was essential at Shiloh Christian, that you had (laughs) to have a Bible verse for a password. Well, I... 
I just kind of always knew it wasn't cool. I don't know why. <laughs> wow. Probably because of Dave, my brother, would have wow. made fun of me for it. So, no, I never had it. So, okay, you probably would have, but you were a fourth board. I was fourth born. By so. virtue of being yeah, yeah, the fourth yeah. board, you had a very quick radar for anything that was cool or uncool related I always to had Christianity. three in it, but it was because I was born in March. So okay. it was like, I oh, see. three. Yeah. But, you know, you could. that's a holy number. So. Here's yeah, the yeah. worst part about mine. I actually, this is, this is early, you know, dial-up internet world. I actually felt like I was an early adopter, and I was like cutting edge with my 623 after the you were G dog at the end no, of no, my no, handle. No. It's so guard it dog. I look, I look back on it now with like utter shame that all of that existed. Um, but here we go. Hey man, one one six. No shame. One one six click. I need to <laughs> get on have, that. It's you so, don't have another to be another old reference that people of a certain age don't even know. So, um, with that in mind, suppose you know a national game is going on, football game, baseball game, whatever it is, and this famous player has this on their eye black. What's the oddest thing? Um, we each have three. We will throw them up on it. What we will suggest is our podium, and what we're going to also do now is because many of you find our answers to be completely wrong in every way. We're going to give you also a chance to weigh in on our Instagram page and let us know this should be gold, this should be silver, this should be bronze. We welcome your feedback on this. We're going to give our suggestions. So weirdest verse, oddest verse to find in the eye black. Who's going first, Tad? I'll start us off. Okay. Um, so no context first because you you're, let's channel the person that's you're diving into the story. Yeah, this would be the first thing you read. Yeah, I'm going I'm to okay. assume this person may not be all that familiar with the Bible. That yeah. makes this. I think that makes it for the best context. Okay. Yeah. My answer. Judges four twenty one. Then Jael, wife of Heber, took a tent peg in one hand and a hammer in the other. She crept up on him, drove the tent peg through his temple into the ground while he was asleep from exhaustion, and he died. Just short and sweet. Just, just <laughs> short, sweet, violent. Here's the best part. This is going to be a great episode because they're all going to end that way. Just, oh, yeah. That's, the, that's what uh, makes it great. Okay, so the what? context of this is in the book of Judges, we've got uh, an ancient people, the nation of Israel, and they're they're not even a nation at this point. They're kind of a group well, of tribes. Of yeah, tribes, trying to, to figure out what it means to work together. And there's other peoples that will you know, raid you know, their territory and, and take their crops and take their stuff. And they're kind of going back and forth. And this is a particular time when they're under the oppression of some neighboring tribes. And this is supposed to be a moment for them of like a uh, uh, rescue. And it's a really, it's kind of a surprising rescue because it's a woman that ends up, uh, we might say, doing the decisive kind of death blow in this story. Um, and so, but when, if you don't it's, know it's the honestly, story, like, story yeah, she literally it's, it's nails an amazing the, story. She nails the man's head to the ground. Yeah, but if, if you were to look that up, you know, yeah. it's 24-21, and Florida just scored on Bama in the SEC chat. Yeah, Tebow's doing the gator chop, and you're like, huh, Judges 4. Wow. It's and like then a, you turn there. A little bit Google of like it. an underdog story, but yeah. it's like, we're going to nail your head to the ground. <laughs> okay. It's a bow we're going to beat you. All right, that's a strong start. That's a strong start. Caleb? Uh, my one of mine is from Matthew twenty four. Jesus for telling the destruction of the temple, some ensigns. We've talked. I think you had a racehorse name. I did abomination, abomination of desolation. desolation. Yes, so I did. <laughs> uh, Matthew twenty four verse twenty eight, where it just says, "Wherever the corpses, there the vultures will gather." <laughs> And it's just so good because you can one you you read that after Tebow scores and he's kneeling and you're like oh this humble man 
And then you go, wow, what a violent human. You're like, you're like, man, I bet that's really gracious. Yeah. Go, he's such a nice he's guy. He's such a nice guy. He loves the Lord. Where the corpse is, the vultures will gather. It's just, it's, it's very SEC football. It's overly violent. It's overly dramaticized. I actually love that answer. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the reality odd. is, Tim Tebow, if you ever listen to this episode, we're actually giving you suggestions. Tebow, this is what you, you missed out yes. on. It. You had your chance. <laughs> you, you used John 3.16, but you had so, so many better options. Honestly, while he's doing pregame analysis stuff, he for needs SEC Eye Network, Black. He could do he this. He needs Eye Black. And I've got a suggestion Tim, for him. I love you. Matthew 24, no, I 28. Got one for right here. Galatians. Oh, yeah. Chapter 5. Oh, come on. 11 and 12. I'm going to give you two translations depending on which one they look up. Here we go. This is from the NASB, the New American Standard, Galatians 5. Wow. Very straightforward. Got two. Here we go. Galatians 5, 11 and 12. <laughs> but as for me, brothers and sisters, if I still preach circumcision, why am I still persecuted? Then the stumbling block of the cross has been eliminated. I wish that those who are troubling you would even emasculate themselves. <laughs> and in the NIV, it is this. As for those agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. Oh, my gosh. What do you even do with that? It's like, guess we're not making a comeback in this game. That's that's the type of verses where in a in a youth like group setting where you're trying to teach and you get a verse like that, you just go, yeah, we're skipping the next. Week. I'm not sure we're how going to handle this, but yeah, junior need, high students. This is I be cannot say circumcision I, in front of junior high when kids. When I interned at the church, uh, within like my first two weeks, I had to teach two separate passages, both with the word circumcision in them. And both times, students asked, what does that mean? And that's why you and got I, the job. <laughs> I never, <laughs> never recovered. That's why it's also why I job. picked that, because it has both. It has Emasculate the themselves it's and a, circumcision in it, which an any odd, just odd random thing. person sitting in, like, huh. the, the, the suburbs of Chicago looking that up and goes, man, that stuff's weird down there in the yeah, South. Yeah, I don't know what's going on down there. These if, Florida Gators. If you, you don't know, know what Paul's talking they, about, you read that, you're just, you're falling <laughs> off your rock. They don't quite get it. What is this? All right, I like I think we all came decently strong, okay. Tad. What's Tad, give us another one. <laughs> You're already covering your mouth and laughing <laughs> at I, yourself. Because I can't, I can't do this one. Don't do it then. I can't do that one. <laughs> do we need to have Caleb go while you gather yourself? <laughs> He's ready. He's ready. I wish that you as an agitator would go ahead. Just go the no, whole the way. Is, go there's the there's way. worse than that. No. I don't know what I'm willing to say into a microphone. <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm gonna go with this one. Um, this one's more of uh, yeah, uh, Proverbs sixteen thirty three. We toss the coin, but it is the Lord who controls its decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. So it's a little bit of like a. At the end of the day, the Lord decides who wins, but there's also the coin toss. It's, it's actually so it's kind of football appropriate. I'm like, yeah, oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna hey, we're, we're gonna play our hard chance. This is the like, same we thing. We begin this whole thing this with, shows, with, a, with a game this of just shows Ted's lack of yeah. sports. And knowledge. at the end of the day, yeah, he thinks the game of football comes down to the tossing of the coin is it, the hey, most important part. In a, NFL overtime it's rules. No, not the new, the new change. It, it, it does. I like the new change. Yeah, the new changes fix that. Some of it is left up to chance. Right. And the Lord, well, but but also none of it's left up a chance. So what was the verse? <laughs> Proverbs sixteen thirty three. All right, here's why okay. I kind of like the answer. Like I didn't like it at first. Here's why I like it. If I'm in, you know, if I'm just looking it up randomly, I'd be like, 
That's a little odd. That's kind of weird. And if I have a Christian and I look it up, I'd go, you know what? That seems a little bit up to, to chance or luck for a Tim Tebow. I thought he had a little bit stronger idea about God being sovereign than that. But it seems it as if he controls the decision. It, I know, but it seems as if he's really banking on the coin toss it's and a, not what he's able to go out there and contribute. It just seems like it doesn't fit with the Tim Tebow persona. Okay. <laughs> it's a nice Christian fortune cookie. It's a fortune cookie. <laughs> it's, that's a fortune <laughs> yeah. cookie. Less of the What's eye a black. Christian fortune cookie. Exactly this. <laughs> Proverbs 16, whichever it was. That's Flip a, future a coin, episode, trust right the there. Lord. That's, that's a great a episode. And, that's and sadly episode. enough, many devotionals. <laughs> yeah, many <laughs> devotionals that we experience are basically Christian fortune cookies. Oh, we need to do that. We read the Bible as a fortune cookie. We need to do that. Give me some little hint that makes me feel All good right. for the day to day. Here's my next <laughs> eye black uh, oddest from Tim Tebow, and it's from Justin. Judges 14, uh, which is talking. Two judges references. Yeah, this, this is Samson and his marriage. And at some point, you know, it's kind of this playful. He's, he's playing with these other guys, and he gives them this riddle <laughs> because he found this beehive in a lion carcass. And he says, out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. And they can't figure out what's going on. And they can't figure out the riddle. So they get mad. They go to Samson's wife, and they're like, tell us what the answer is. And so they come to him and they say, what is sweeter than honey? What is stronger than a lion? And they give the right answer that it's the honey from the lion carcass. So Samson turns around in verse, uh, what is it? In verse 18, and he looks at them knowing that they went and talked to his wife and got the answer. And he says, if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. Could you imagine Tim Tebow converting the two-point conversion? <laughs> and everybody celebrating. He gives the gator chomp. He goes to one knee. And you look up the verse, which is Judges 14, 18, and it says, if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. <laughs> Referencing his wife giving up the answer. You want to talk about odd? Gold. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I'm going to try and work that into everyday conversations when gonna, someone just figures something out. Here's the deal. I will pay you. Read you read my email? I will pay you $50 to work it into your next sermon. <laughs> but I need to see it on record. It's got to be on the live stream one that I get to watch. <laughs> You 50, know, I'm dead serious. Somebody figures out. It's like, oh, you plow with my heifer, so of course you know what I'm talking $50 about. $50 if you can work that in. <laughs> I was, I'm dead serious. Just an, oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> right. The best part is I was already laughing at multiple parts of the passage <laughs> before you got to that one. I had to do a quick description. I was already laughing. Oh, my gosh. All right. Here's mine. And I do think that's going to be gold. I don't know how to come back from that one. So they all feel like doubt, they feel like doubters from there. My second one, I'm going to go with uh, uh, the King James version of this particular passage. And here's why it's important. There was a YouTube video that I saw about 15 years ago where uh, some pastor, I'm not exactly sure where he was from, made a big deal about this verse and was very upset with the translators for changing it. He oh, thought is it where the stars made noises? No, and he even put better. It that uh, it's better. And he was really upset about them changing the uh, the translation. 
and he said it was them. Uh, they were they were emasculating the Bible, and uh, he went on a long rant. Uh, it was it was a very random kind of. I, I don't even know if it was a sermon, but that has always stuck with me. And I'm just going to read the verse as it is presented in the King James. I mean no crassness by it. It's it's how the King James translates it. But I do imagine, you know, here I sit, I'm watching the SEC game, Channel 5, or a CBS game. I've got the great game going, and uh, it's fourth quarter, and boy, there's Tebow, there's the eye black. And I look up, here's the passage, 1 Kings 16.11. And there's a couple other passages like this, uh, but here it is. And it came to pass when he began to reign as soon as he sat on his throne, that he slew all the house of Basha. He left him not one that pisseth against a wall, neither of his kinfolks nor his friends. <laughs> what, what would be your response if you looked it up and that was on Tim Tebow's eye black? I just read the King James. I did nothing crass. I read the King James. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah, it's there. Um, if I looked that up, I would think somebody paid him fifty dollars to say that in a sermon next time he gets up or put it in his life. Uh, you know what I think? I think someone plowed with his heifer, and that's how he knew to get it on there. Tad. <laughs> oh gosh. Um I'm gonna go with one from Ezekiel. Not the worst in Ezekiel, though. There is one that's bad. I'm going to jump, though, to chapter 39, verse Ezekiel's five. a prophet in the Old Testament. did lots of symbolic. A lot of symbolic things. He did lots of symbolic, very dramatic sort of gestures to speak to the nation of Israel about some of their wickedness. And some of them are just, you read them, you're like, that's, a, that's that just very odd. odd. That's why you, it's why one you of, give uh, a caveat like that. There's one, yeah, there's one where he makes an accusation uh, likening Israel's idolatry to a, to adultery. And some of the words he uses are harsh. I'm not going to use that one, though. This one's a little simpler than that. Ezekiel, so what's, what's on the eye black? E-Z-E-K, period. E-Z-E-K, and then, 39, 5. All right. You look it up. You will fall in the open field. Mm. <laughs> oh. You don't watch sports. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense if it's Lamar Jackson. If it's Michael it's Vick. It's a taunt. It's a taunt. It's a, you're, you're so bad, you're just going to fall down out there. Tebow wasn't that kind of you're quarterback. He'd run you over. Tad just but, like, like search like field, coin, <laughs> football, grass. grass. The question was not, Inzo? are there football Can't references in the Bible? And <laughs> Can you make some kind of a punny idea? I'm just out of it? too nervous to say some of the other ones on my list. That's good. That's called that wisdom. Odd. That's called wisdom. Tad not is nervous. showing surprising you wisdom. You said emasculate here, so many times tonight. Here, hey, here, here, talking about here's a good one. Heifers. Here's a good one. Uh, it's from First Kings twelve. Uh, we've we've made mention of this verse before, but it would be perfect on Tim Tebow's eye black. And it's King Rehoboam. He turns down the counsel of the wise old men and he runs to the counsel of unwise young men uh, when asking them, how should I deal with the people? And this is... Which one are you going with? There's I'm two going, lines that he uses I, that are both great. I'm going with First Kings 12, uh, verse 10, the back half of verse 10. And it says this, my little finger is thicker than my father's thighs. <laughs> My little finger is thicker than my father's thighs. 
Because anybody who sees Tebow wearing that and looks it up, they're gonna after he scores a touchdown, they're like, yeah, that's right. His little finger is thicker than his father's thighs. But at the same time, if you don't know what he's talking about, you're kind of like, I'm confused by that's this. That's very odd. That, that is, what is he saying? What is sort of an ancient Hebrew idiom? I don't know. I don't understand this bragging. Um, so... Odd, yet weird. also probably something that a athlete it, would really say. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Garland, give us your last one. Here's the thing. There has been a number of these, and we're going to start tallying up the gold, silver, and bronze, and then we'll need to do gold, silver, and bronze with what the audience suggests. And by the way, you can feel free to go back and even rate, rate previous ones. Um, there have been a number of these where Caleb has been left off the podium. <laughs> I, I'd or, agree with Or that. he's been on the podium, but in kind of a mercy way, almost a pity vote. I, I would say jest. Yeah, I, I will. I will say this. Maybe humor. This is the kind. This, this is the kind of Caleb. Yeah, that, that I like to see. <laughs> it's a motivated Caleb. I'm here to that win. That is coming to get all of the places I, on the podium. Thank you. Sweet. So, so thank much you. so that I I hesitate to even give my last one. In fact, I'm changing my translation to the King James. Uh, just, just, just because. Like you're, that's how you're that's feeling how a little nervous. Insecure I am about it. Um, I feel I like I three. all of a sudden. Like I don't. I'm not <laughs> coming confident on this. But I'm going to give you one from Revelation 17, and here it is. I, I recognize that I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's making podium. Um, here it is. I just that person sitting in their living room looking this up. I do think that would they'd have a double take. It's not heifer double take, but it's double take <laughs> nonetheless. All right, here it is. Uh, Revelation 17, so Rev, period, 17, colon, 1 to 2 on the left side. And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, come hither, and I will shew unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornications. <laughs> I recognize. I don't think it's about it. It's not even making bronze. I don't think. But I tried to sell it. You tried to sell it with everything I've got. And you, here's the deal. You my also honorable mention because you know the words that it said. I know. And the worst part is my honorable mention is basically you could close your eyes, open up a page, and point to almost anything in Song of Songs. Oh yeah, and and you it, would probably make podium. And I'm proud of us. Depending on your none of the three of us did that. No, we're a mature group. This, not stooping to such low no, levels as to just not read any verse. Stooping to junior high boy not from Song of Songs. But if you really want one, something like Ezekiel twenty three eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Tim Tebow had Song of Songs on there, I'd be. I would be very concerned, or I'd think he must be getting married soon. I would yeah. guess he's got a honeymoon coming up. Um, okay, we've got. Uh, let's go through our, our our list just to remind everybody. I had Galatians five. I wish those agitators would go all the way and emasculate themselves. And then I had uh, the first king, 16. He slew all of the ones that pisseth, pisseth against the wall. And then the Revelation 17. Tad, your three were football references, honey <laughs> ones of Judges, that. Judges 4.21, she nails his head to the ground. Uh, Pro Proverbs 16.33, we toss the coin, but the Lord controls its decision. And then uh, Ezekiel 39.5, you will fall in the open field. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to remember Caleb's first to see if he has a, a sweep. I had uh, Matthew 24, 28, where the carcasses are, the vultures will gather. He's close to a sweep, but maybe not a sweep. I, I, like, good. I like that's that That's good. One. That's good. I don't know if it's a sweep. Uh, my second one was Judges 14, uh, 18, which is the 
If you had not cried. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it. Luke Sheffield and I were talking about it this morning, <laughs> laughing. I you, do, and here's the best part about it. It's got to be gold. Here's the best part. If you look it up, you don't know what's what is happening here. If you had plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. Was number two. Uh, the fact that it's it's all pointing to a riddle. Yeah, it's all about this riddle. Number th- number three was First Kings twelve ten. My little finger is bigger than my father's thigh. Okay, give, give the man a yeah, sweet. I think, uh, I think it's, a, it's a fight for bronze, can, maybe. Can, Let's let Daniel can, weigh can in. Just, Let's can, let Daniel weigh in. You for sure have in gold and silver. Thank no. you. And I, shake, you. I shake your head. That's, a, that's you. a massive I win for you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Tad, I think you have to put the the uh, coin toss one's growing on me. Really? <laughs> it is. But the the nail in the head one, I think, is your strongest. That's, that, that's my favorite. Emasculate? I like the I, emasculate. I would put a mask. So would that's go the fight all the for way. bronze. And here's the deal. What it actually says in the in the original language is, I wish those agitators, keep in mind, I just said circumcision. I wish those agitators would go all the way and cut it all off slash mutilate themselves. It's yeah. very They can't translate vile. it in a way yeah. that is doing what it's trying to do. And I couldn't find one that got all I think all you the- should decide which of those is bronze because you have the first okay. and second. Uh, Are we saying I, this? I, I'm fine with Caleb Let's say taking this. a sweep. Let's say this. I don't think Caleb should, should intro this by saying- Let the people vote. That he is ready to rule. Caleb? Mm. Uh, uh, I'm ready, ready to, to rule? rule. Okay. Uh, I, I think gold should be uh, heifer. Absolutely. I think silver is finger and thigh. <laughs> Uh, I think that bronze is Galatians. Galatians 5. Now, I will say an honorable mention that I was thinking about was 1 Timothy 2, 9 through 10, which is just, for for people looking it up, would just be a random verse about modesty for women in the church. (laughs) And you would read that and you go, that is odd. What What is Tebow doing? There would be so much... Just confusion. This was your episode. <laughs> so you win this episode. He's got a ball. It's a clean sweep. <laughs> Give the man a sweep. <laughs> oh, we're sorry for anything we said. It has been ruled by Caleb. Clean sweep. Clean sweep, Caleb, as you shall now be known as. And as always, thanks for listening to this episode of the Lower Room Discourse. We hope that was fun and interesting and not blasphemous. If it was all of those things, then share it with a friend and follow us on Instagram at The Lower Room Discourse. See you next time.